Welcome, everybody, to the newest episode of Amateur Theory. Uh, we have an interesting selection today because it was kind of a last-minute selection. We were actually going to do a different movie. Um, but we, uh, I found an, uh, an article talking about the new streaming service from Mint Mobile called Mint Mobile Plus. <laughs> and if you haven't gone to and looked at Mint Mobile Plus, you should because it's free. Just go to mintmobileplus.com. And there is a completely free streaming service, uh, which is uh, done by the um, they claimed Ryan Reynolds. It's his own personal uh, streaming service. Very well done. Got top ten, you know, in the country. Um, different, you know, selections of uh, movies. But the twist is, is that every single selection is the same selection. It's foolproof. The Canadian yep. movie, which I'd never heard of before. I don't uh, think before. anyone had heard of the movie before <laughs> this streaming yeah, service. It was, yeah, I guess. I don't know if it was Ryan Reynolds' first movie, um, but it was certainly before he was big. Uh, yeah. This is, I don't remember the exact year, but early 2000s. It's 2003, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, as far as I know, no one's seen this or no one had seen this movie before like on rotten tomatoes there's not even a critic score <laughs> it's, it, there's just an audience score but there's no critical consensus on this film yeah when i was reading about this movie afterwards it was it was almost like nothing to read it was, it was just not a lot there's just no information <laughs> yeah and, I, and uh, did you watch it you i'm assuming you watched it on on mint mobile plus right yes <laughs> So the only option is 480p, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's, it's not oh, yeah, good. it's in glorious <laughs> standard definition. No, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no 1080p here. But uh, the, I mean, immediately when I saw the, the streaming service, I thought it was pretty funny. Like, it's oh, it's actually a pretty, pretty well-made website. Gag. Yeah. Um, I actually think that the gag is funnier than the movie ended up being, <laughs> if I'm being totally honest. Um, but... You know, it was. Uh, I appreciated it for what it is. I don't know if it's going to be a permanent fixture. My assumption is it's not. I don't think this is a. There's no actual Mint Mobile streaming service that this is in promotion for. Mint Mobile is just a uh, a phone service, kind of like a Verizon, but you know, cheaper and worse. So it's just, it's just I guess promotion, just a uh, just kind of a commercial thing, not not any sign of what's to come. I don't think that Mint Mobile Plus has any real future. I don't think I'll ever get any additions besides foolproof. Yeah, and I don't know what um, the decision was to make foolproof his choice here. I'm guessing that's just the gag. Did he just, like, throw a dart at, like, a list of his movies and just pick one? <laughs> Who knows? Something where it wouldn't matter if you offered it for free. <laughs> it's just like, whatever. Yeah, um, but you know, I'm, I'm glad it exists. I got I got a chuckle out of it at the very least, and I watched a movie I never would have otherwise. So yeah, there's there's yeah. that. And the movie actually, I don't think was that bad. It was not a waste of time. Cause... I I have mixed feelings about it. I um, around the one hour mark, I was really ready for it to be over. <laughs> like I was I was totally over this movie. But then I thought they brought it back at the ending. I actually did like the ending. So, you know, that's... They they, they had me with the premise at the beginning. I was, like, interested. Then they, you know, kind of dragged on, lost interest. And then they pulled me in at the end. And I was like, okay. I guess 
okay is how I would describe it. It's a big okay movie is how I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... It's... It's a fun enough movie. Um, like, I was on a bike machine exercise thingy. I don't know what you call those, if there's an official term. The whole time, and I, uh, the movie engaged me enough that I was not thinking about how much exercising sucks. Which is what <laughs> usually happens when I'm on too long uh, on one of those things. Did you do and, it the uh, whole movie? The 90 yeah. minutes? Man, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've my life was... around. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it has its moments. Um, Ryan Reynolds, while not as charming as he will be in later movies, um, you could see glimpses of it there. Glimpses of the future star that we'd get. Um, he has his moments. All of the characters, all the main characters are fairly likable. Um, yeah. The villain, I thought actually was pretty boring. Um, it was like, find the most <laughs> generic. maybe the fact that he was so just such a generic villain, I think, was maybe part of the gag. Like, I think they were playing on how generic he was a little bit. Oh, really? I thought they just wrote a generic character. I... Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm <laughs> overthinking it. There was one part when the guy was like, he's in the mafia. He's like, he's actually not part of the mafia. And the guy was like, oh. And I thought, I don't know if I was making a gag about that or if it was just a lie in the movie. Because <laughs> he easily could have been, you know? Like, it was okay. Like, I don't know. And then well, they were like, they made other, uh, uh, like a thing where the guy was like, you know, Al Capone said this. And the guy was like, I actually think it was Killinger. And then. Oh, yeah. And the guy, like, just looks over, like, at him and gives him a look. Right. Right. And so I, I read that as a subtext of, like, None of this matters. The villain is just, you know, nameless villain, enter here. But maybe, maybe I'm really reading into it. <laughs> that was not intentional. I just reading too deep into this. Oh, I just thought it was like a subpar joke or something. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. I probably was reading too much into this. Um, but okay. Let's, uh, let's get into the premise of the film. Uh, yeah. Because that actually was interesting. Yeah, actually somewhat. So we have... Uh, three friends, Ryan Reynolds and two other people. And the other two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other two. The other guy and the girl. Uh, and what they do is they get together and essentially play sort of heist game. Like they'll find they'll figure out the security of like say a building and then they'll sort of recreate exercises together that would simulate basically what they would have to do if they wanted to rob the place. Yeah. But for them, it's just fun. It's just like kind of like an exercise. They just enjoy the challenge of trying to figure out how to do a heist and then like go through the motions in their basement or like garage space or whatever. I don't... They have a space somewhere where they can yeah. play these games. Um, and right. they're and trying so to the always beginning. foolproof uh, their plans. <laughs> yeah, they, they said the name of the movie like... 80 times in this movie. <laughs> we know that one was kind of fun. I, I don't begrudge them for doing that. But um, yeah, at the beginning, it uh, you get like a side-by-side -side of them talking about the plan, and then it seems like they're doing the plan, but it's actually just an imagined scenario. Right? Yeah. Um, but the movie actually shows you that they're not interested in committing actual robbery. Um, yeah. It actually explicitly shows that... Uh, 
because well basically what happens is one of their plans gets stolen mm. um, so that's where the twist comes in the, the yeah. drama yeah and they actually try to make an anonymous call to the i guess jewelers or whoever that um the plans are for to rob and try to warn them even that oh someone stole our, these plans you might get mm. robbed um but and lo and behold guess what it does <laughs> get robbed oh my <laughs> Who saw that happening? <laughs> and so it turns out that their foolproof plan, which they made for fun, actually worked. You know, in practice, a criminal stole their plans and uh, enacted it and stole a bunch of diamonds. And this criminal was then able to figure out, you know, the three of their identities and then blackmail them, essentially, and say, you know, if you uh, don't do another heist for me, since you've been proven to be such good plan makers, um, <laughs> that I will uh, basically tell the police that this the robbery I just committed was you. And the proof would be the fact that your fingerprints are on the, uh, the, the written plans and how to do it. And so uh, essentially the movie is these people who did these heist plans for fun now have to do a real heist. And so you have uh, basically the rest of the movie is, is them enacting this heist that they do it's uh got multiple i mean it plays out like a kind of like a normal heist movie there's the planning stage and the actual execution part which you see and then the aftermath uh right and the and twists then the, and turns uh, along the way right but then the the twist ending the thing that i think really kind of if they hadn't had this twist ending if it had just ended with them i think this would have been a it brought it up even though it really this was kind of predictable <laughs> how it ended, um, but it, it still was it was uh, satisfying. Uh, and you know, spoiler alert, I'll say now for this movie, foolproof if you care. <laughs> Spoilers are foolproof. But um, at the end, it turns out that they used a foolproof plan to actually swindle the person blackmailing them. So instead of using their foolproof genius plan to steal the thing like the the gangster guy wanted, they actually used it against him to get him locked up, uh, essentially, and clear their names. Um, and it seemed like there was a moment when one of the uh, members seemed like they were going to betray the other two. The, so the, the one guy that's there. not Ray Ryan Reynolds, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, he kind of gets buddy-buddy a little bit with the main mobster, the not-a-mobster mobster. mobster. Um, and so you think that maybe he betrayed them, but it turns out that was all just part of the big plan to fool the mobster and, you know, kind of get his comeuppance at the end. So, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was fairly charming. Um, unlike, you know, another kind of action movie we saw recently, uh, this one was made sense the whole way through. <laughs> there was no yeah. point where you didn't understand what was going on. Um, it wasn't confusing. It was a straightforward plot. And... Uh, so yeah, for, for all those reasons, it, I, I give it props. Yeah, no, it's I'd say a fairly solid action thriller. I mean, it's not going to blow your mind or anything, but you could certainly do worse. It's it's one of those. I'm a well, I don't think anyone saw this when it came out, but when it did come out, it was one of those things. Like, let's say, like you're on your first date, or maybe even you just newlyweds, and like. Uh, you're sick of playing board games all weekend. Maybe you like you like going out to the movies occasionally. So you just go to the movie. You have no idea what's showing because you know you don't read like the critics in the newspapers or anything. 
say you go to the movie theater and you see this movie. Oh, what's this movie foolproof? Oh, heist movie. Yeah, let's well, let's check that out, honey. So you buy your popcorn, you go to the movie and you watch it, and you have a pretty solid fun time. You leave the theater and you're like, huh, that wasn't bad. Your spouse is like, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. And then you go home <laughs> and you never think about it ever again. <laughs> Okay, that might be all and well for the newly wedded couple, <laughs> but for someone who is uh, more of a movie file, like we are, did you not find this a little kind of painfully generic at times? First of all, so this is this is a you know it is an action comedy, so it has action elements, but it's also a comedy. It's supposed to be funny. I didn't laugh one time. Like, there were some parts where I thought that it was kind of amusing, but nothing that was... And even times when I felt like they were going for laughs, and they fell flat. (laughs) Like, some jokes just totally didn't land at all. Yeah, no, they they fall flat. Um, But even though they fall flat, they weren't, like, like cringy, I don't think, too much. Or, I don't even remember most of the jokes they're just forgettable like yeah but i don't remember i don't remember them making me like cringe though going like oh no that never happened i don't think um i i mean i like Hmm? so you weren't bored the entire way like you felt you were engaged the whole time yeah fairly engaged um no i mean i think it uh moves at a pretty decent actually pretty fast pace like if you're at one scene and you're bored, like it, it'll end soon enough and just move on to the next thing. Um, I think uh, I do like Ryan Reynolds. He's pretty charismatic, and I still think he's got his charm in this film, even though it was before he was big or anything. Like I still enjoyed I watching him. Uh, I liked it when he was, you know, more what I expect from Ryan Reynolds when he's kind of being cheeky and, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, overly confident that's kind of like his his thing um and he does it well but there's a lot of parts in this movie where he is whiny and he gets like a really emotional and i think he does not do that part well so and that was kind of around that time when i was saying that i was sick of the movie was when that was happening the most it was a lot of him whining a lot of him you know kind of being the a bit a bit of a stick in the mud, which, I mean, you're supposed to root for him because he's being the moral person. But it, it didn't come off as particularly righteous, just kind of... I felt it was a little, a little obnoxious at times. Or I just... I didn't want him on screen. I was just like, oh, oh okay. let's get to the next scene. Like, I just... I, I don't need to hear this again. The, like, the eighth time about how this is wrong! And it's like, yeah, we all know. Like, we got it. You know, how many times do you need to say that? That that was oh. just my things, I guess. <laughs> I don't think that ever bothered me or I didn't notice him like whining that much, but, uh, you know, the scenes I'm talking about though, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I, no, I certainly remember him like being the, like, I guess almost even straight person at some parts, like just like trying to like, you know, like other people be fighting and they'll be like, Hey, get your shit together. We've got to do this job or something. Um, but no, but like, I think a really good example of this was the first scene they introduced the gun, right? So they're they're the gun and they're kind of handling oh. the gun, um, and then Is the that one when the guy, girl takes the gun, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like before that happens, before that happens, Ryan Reynolds comes in and he's 
and he, he freaks out. He's like, oh, yeah. He this is, there's no guns in my plan. There's no guns. And he starts, like, banging things around and getting really upset. And, I mean, it's I kind of funny to talk about now. I that was like, funny, actually. No, I enjoyed watching him, like, okay. kick over a chair with coffee on it and go, like, no guns. <laughs> I don't think that was intentionally comedic, though. If you found comedy in it, it wasn't because it was trying to be funny. It was just because it's... I, I don't know because it was kind of lame. <laughs> I don't, you got to tell me what was funny about it, but I didn't find those things particularly amusing. And then, from a dramatic standpoint, I didn't find them particularly interesting. Oh no that that scene was awkward. <laughs> so the whole thing, like just um, like the girl taking the gun and pointing it at the guy, and I'm like, well, we it's like 20 minutes into the film, we we know she's not <laughs> gonna shoot him. <laughs> Yeah. What did you think of the non-Brian Reynolds characters? Like, did you like them? So there was there was the girl who was, like, very much, you know, like, uh, one of the guys, tomboy, um, kind of to the extreme, to the point where it was insinuated that she was the tough one, right? There was the... And I think they did it for comedic effect. That was one of the things I just didn't find particularly funny. Like, ha ha, the girl's tougher than the guy. And like, eh, okay. Like, <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, I don't care about that as a, you know, that doesn't make me not like her as a character. But the fact that it that's, was constantly being used to driv drive the comedy over and over. I felt like that was like one of the biggest jokes of the movie was this woman acts like a man. Ha ha ha. And like, I, I don't. I just thought that was really flat, and they did that over and over and over. It seemed like the whole point of her character was to be a joke, and I, I was, it was like, okay, whatever. It was just, it was just kind of boring. Um, and I then mean, the other guy was, uh, I actually thought he was more funny, because all the slapstick humor went through him. He messes up a lot, right? He would, like, stand on the chair and slip and fall, and but the slapstick humor... You know, it was mildly amusing, but again, wasn't laughing out loud kind of stuff to me either. No, I, to me, I think I just stopped paying attention to the film as like a comedy, um, like after like 20 or so minutes. Like, like there'd be a joke and I think I'd just kind of like ignore it. I'd like recognize <laughs> that they were trying to be funny, but I wasn't like really engaging with but it that on didn't that level. See, because no, that's but, the thing, like. I was the same in that I, you know, I would recognize the jokes and be like, oh, but to me, that's like a detriment. Like, I shouldn't be doing that. If, if uh, your jokes are landing, stop making jokes. No, y y and uh, I would usually agree with you, but I just, I don't know. I, this is the thing, like, I can't even remember the humor in the movie and I watched it last night. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> that's just not what stuck with me, I guess. I. Like I said, I had a fun time watching it, but I'm not, like, ever going to think about it again after this conversation. Um, and the jokes, well, what I the guess... qualities that you liked the most about the movie? If, if So the comedy wasn't it, right? What was the... I think the three characters, while individually, I don't know if they're that interesting. I think together they had a somewhat of a chemistry. Like, they were kind of fun to see together. Um, and I... Uh, I don't know. I actually enjoyed like. The I don't disagree with that. Sorry, I didn't. Oh no worries. No, I actually like 
kind of the heist thing where they're like talking about planning it and the execution like watching them like try to pull it off you know like it, like in every heist movie you know that's just the formula but i think it's a fairly fun formula um and i and i think the pacing really helped i'm mean, this movie is like an hour and like 30 minutes it's yeah, a nice yeah it's a 90 minute movie and uh and i think like i said before the movie just really moves at a pretty fast pace like it there's like really nothing superfluous in this film like they like they cut out anything that you know doesn't really need to be there so um i yeah i was engaged enough in just the i don't know the actiony or the drama of trying to do the heist or whatever i don't know maybe i'm easily amused but i for what it was i liked it um and i mean this is the thing this is a movie where there's not that much to it like i can just say like oh like how they pulled off you know like this thrilling sequence or whatever i enjoyed that and i <laughs> don't know how to expand upon it further but because it's not like the direction was particularly noteworthy it was serviceable like it was fine for what the movie is um like the filmmaking aspects were all just fine like it did stand out but they weren't like terrible like you weren't baffled by their decisions um is like to me is the perfect like you watch it and you enjoy it while you're watching it movie and then you never think about it again <laughs> <laughs> after you're done with it um i guess I, there's the score which uh it, it was an interesting mix i mean a lot of it was just kind of uh you know generic kind of like techno-y but then there was also some songs i recognized that i like, like yeah uh, well Andy it's got Warhols. a lot of funky big beat type inspired yeah. art stuff there's a lot, the of, like, method, a lot right? that kind of thing um <laughs> i did notice the soundtrack that was one thing I, I noticed from the movie um yeah and actually i i was saying earlier um that i i think i agree with you about uh the chemistry i think that is what sold the movie because when when they started having conflict with each other i think that's where the weaker moments of the movie when they were like turning on each other and then you know then i, I became less engaged but then when i found out it was all plot for them to stay being friends that was kind of like a little like oh okay like oh that's nice they're all yeah. buddies they beat the bad so, guy with the power of friendship <laughs> yes <laughs> so i had a sort of corny um you know sentimental appeal i would say that is that is the strongest thing that came out of this movie for me um oh it, it's a feel-good movie it, it's the shawshank <laughs> redemption <laughs> <laughs> No, that's why I thought the, the best parts were the beginning when they were just buddies coming up with the heist yeah. ideas. And, like, that was cool. And then the end when it turns out they were buddies coming up with a heist to fool the bad guy. And then there was this other part in the middle, which, as we <laughs> mentioned, is forgettable, in my opinion. I, I didn't think, as far as, like, the, uh, the action sequence, I didn't feel a sense of uh, real um, tension at all until the very end with the elevator scene. That yeah. they actually did, I think, particularly well. That was actually pretty tense. I felt like there was some stakes. Whereas all the parts where they were fooling the 
you know, getting past the lasers and everything. I, n- I never really felt like they were going to fail, right? They did a lot of cliched things, like the code has three strikes and you're out, and the first two times they didn't get it, and like, are they going to get it on the third time? Like, well, yeah, of course, you know, that's, <laughs> and there was never a moment where I was wondering what was going to happen, or, because... Uh, they kind of subvert it. Like, don't they actually, like, fail at one point? They, like, strike out with something, or close to striking out, and they have to, like, come back the next day? I think so, that was part of the plan. Oh, wait, long. yeah, that was part of the plan, actually, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, the only parts where they messed up were during the practice times. Like, the girl was practicing getting through the lasers and then failing in the practice, but in, when it came down to clutch time, she was able to do it just fine. Um, right, the only drama, uh, I guess there, there was some drama in that, um, the first time Ryan Reynolds and the girl, which is also romantic interest, I thought that the romantic part was forgettable, again, like, it's, it's not something that was, like, horribly bad, but it's, you could have not, not included it, and the movie was not well-developed, it kind of just happened. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess they were very somewhat very subtly hinting at it <laughs> occasionally throughout the movie and then they just make out at the end yeah it really does feel out of nowhere it's it's i think that's very similar for a lot of especially during this time period just the comedy like the comedy film always has some girl and then she's just like a total side character it's like not important and then whatever adventure the the guy goes through at the end, he kind of gets the girl as a consolation prize too. Or it's like, oh, that's so great. And, I mean, in this case, it wasn't totally like that because she's an integral part of the plot. Um, but it, it felt very much like that, where it was just kind of like, and you know, and they kiss at the end too. Yeah. You know, it's not really important, but it just it happens. It just um, happens. It's not well developed. It's not teenagers from outer space. <laughs> well, nothing can hold up to that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the best romance ever written. So, <laughs> my kind of romance, exactly my kind of romance. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess not. Not to crap on this movie too much. Uh, you know, it was put out for free, right on Mint Mobile Plus. <laughs> it was. I don't think that. You know that. As far as this movie being used. As an ad for a phone company, I think that is a good use of it, right? This is uh, – if you would use, like, a really good film for this purpose, it almost would have felt demeaning. But this this movie was perfectly made for – to be used in a ad campaign <laughs> 20 years after it was released. That sounds about right to me. So uh, in that respect, you know, check out Mint Mobile Plus. I, I'm, I'm definitely check that, the website out for sure just to see it. It's it's really well done. Um, it looks like a real streaming service. Uh, you know, it's not as tacky looking as you might expect something like this to be. Um, and then if you, if you feel like watching a movie, especially if you want a movie where you can put it on in the background and not, you know, pay attention, <laughs> kind of attention to it kind of movie, uh, I think this is good for that. Uh, or if you're a huge Ryan Reynolds fan, you just want to see his early work. Here it is. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> So in those cases, I can recommend it. Yeah, it's, it's. Do you want to watch not National Treasure again? But you've already seen it like twenty times. So you want to watch <laughs> it again, but you want to watch something that's a little different than watch Foolproof, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
I guess this one gets rated two middle thumbs. Not a thumbs up, but uh, right here. Two thumbs. And, just two thumbs. Yes. <laughs> this is a two thumbs movie. <laughs> Will the next film be a three thumbs? Watch out. I'll find out next week. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for uh, this uh, episode of the Amateur Theory Podcast. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, please give us a like, subscribe, comment. Um, you know, if you have any kind of uh, movie you'd like to hear us talk about, we would love to hear what it is. You know, please let us know. Um, if you're listening to us on Google Podcasts, if you listen to us on Spotify, uh, please give us a follow. And uh, we try to do this every week. And until next time, we are out. Till next time, everybody. <laughs>